radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. El Dandy, you're a jam-up guy. And producer Tony. This is only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week two preview show fantasy football scoop and poop Ooh, that was a that was a high high pitched poop there little squeaker (laughs) um I'm not a professional football player or a professional athlete of any sort, but what I saw on Sunday, just I, I felt bad for them. Uh, the Chicago Bears and <laughs> San Francisco 49ers game was a monsoon. Like it, it rained like crazy before the game and at the end of the game. Now, did you guys watch that monstrosity? <laughs> uh, I was watching a little bit on Red Zone. Uh Whenever it popped up, which normally is never happens for Bears games, but uh, yeah, they, they cut to it quite a few actually, even when they weren't in the red zone, just to show like the rain. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it was interesting, definitely. It was coming down in no team should ever have to play in that ever buckets, buckets like, and like the field wasn't absorbing any of it because it's Soldier Field and it's a new. They just resodded it that week. So, like, it the, there was nowhere for the water to go. There's just standing pools of water on the field. And, honestly, it was even hard to watch because, like, the cameras were getting soaked and, like, water was pooling on the lenses of the cameras. And, like, <laughs> like they had to, like, wipe it with, a, a like a like, a towel or something during the commercial breaks, like, I couldn't see anything, and I was watching the game, let alone how could you even play in that? Uh, but it did provide the uh, the awesome video of Justin Fields doing the slip and slide move once uh, once they had the final kneel down. So that's something I will never forget. That's like that's a game that will stick in my memory forever. But uh, I just I just couldn't believe what I was watching when when that game was happening. I couldn't believe we won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. And it like if you saw the first half, like I almost turned it off and like took a nap because it was so bad. And then they they came back at halftime like a different team. They had that busted coverage, and you know the rest is history. And Trey Lance sucks, I think. So yeah, that that's not a good look. 
Anyway, um, let's get going with the waiver wire. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. Welcome to the week two waiver wire for our league. I forgot how to do this. <laughs> Luckily, it's only week two, and this will get a lot better going forward. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. <laughs> Accur- accurate. Um I think we usually start with like the highest bid, right? Yeah. And that would go to, uh, let's see, D's Nuts, the second come by, I think that's BDI's terrible team name. And I can't believe this, but he actually dropped the vaunted, vaunted tight end from Cleveland. David Njoku picked up Devin Duvernay for $16. What do you guys, what are your thoughts? I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to turn the music down. Can you say that one more time and slower so people at home can understand? Okay. Uh, BDI dropped his fifth-round pick, David Njoku, and picked up Devin Duvernay, wide receiver from Baltimore, for $16. Okay. I think we've all understood what what just transpired. LOL. Uh, A guy... I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember. Like, when he said David Ninjoku's name, he was, like, so proud of it. Like, he was like, oh, people are going to say, nice pick, brah. Nice, nice move. I love that guy. And, like, the room laughed when he when he made the pick. And we're laughing now. You just can't throw away draft picks like that and then spend fab money on a, on a flash in the pan, Devin Duvernay, who's... <laughs> Who uh, who got lucky, got two touchdowns, and now you're gonna play him one week, and then you're gonna cut him next week. I already, I already know what's gonna happen here. So uh, I'm done shitting on BDI. Let's go to the next move. I wasn't done, but that's fine. We'll go to the next move anyway. <clears throat> and that would be, uh, let's see here, Team Taylor, so Worms Team, picking up the Cleveland Browns kicker for eleven dollars, dropping the Pittsburgh Steelers kicker. Don't know. Is uh, the Browns kicker the the rookie? Yeah, I think he's a rookie. Uh, I don't know anything about him, but eleven dollars on a kicker is kind of financially irresponsible, if you ask me. Prime time. Uh, California, and you got that fuck you money now. He's just <laughs> just throwing ones at bitches. There was like, a zero dollar. There was a zero dollar bid for this kicker, so somebody else was after him too. I don't know who it was. Oh shit! All right, he had a fifty-eight yarder. That's interesting. Wow. Maybe you never know. It might be worth the money in the end. You, you can't bring it home with you. It's you know, true. Waiver wire money is meant to be spent. Okay, uh, our next highest pickup is also Worm. Look at him, Team Taylor, uh, <laughs> acquiring Minnesota's defense and releasing the Dallas Cowboys defense. So kicker and special teams. He dropped twenty to twenty dollars this week of his fab budget. Yeah, Turtle, you always say it's it's always the weak points of your team. So uh, how do you feel about spending $20 on kicker and defense? It doesn't. I could spend 100 I still would fuck it up. Like, I'd have the wrong one. You know, like the Tennessee Titans will do dick all season. And as soon as I bench them, it's, you know, 25 points. That shit's random. And next we have the producer extraordinaire, the Modern Patriots, 
acquiring, who is this, Jalen Warren, running back from Pittsburgh, and releasing J.D. McKissick. I'm guessing this is due to the Najee Harris injury. Is this true? Yeah, uh, Najee's a little banged up, and I heard an interesting stat that made me want to take a chance on this guy. When Najee Harris went down, this Jalen Warren guy played 100% of the snaps. So I know they got that uh, Benny Snell guy. Uh, did not see the field when uh, when Najee went down. So uh, who knows? It could end up paying off. Uh, JD McKissick is is a, like a nothing player for me, so I have no problem letting him go. Good move and only six dollars. Not bad. Uh, and lastly, we have Cologne Rocks acquiring Curtis Samuel, releasing. Kyron Williams, I don't even know who that is, for $5. And we have a few free moves. I don't know if you guys wanted to touch on that at all. or uh, I have no thoughts. Um, you know, no bids on either Jalen Warren or Curtis Samuel. So I guess you could say we both overpaid. <laughs> nah. uh, let's see. Now we got the free moves. And in order of pickup, we have... Uh, our co- faithful commissioner, Giuseppe, picking up Pittsburgh Steelers kicker. That's interesting. And releasing the Colts kicker. Do I have that right? Yeah, uh, the uh, Colts kicker got cut. That uh, that weird guy with the glasses, he missed a field goal in overtime, so they cut his ass. Yeah, uh, the, Patriot, or the Pittsburgh kicker missed a field goal, and he's still on the team. And <laughs> whatever, he picked him up. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's see. Next, we have Turtle. Whoa, releasing Tyler Lockett, wide receiver from Seattle. And Jamal Williams, running back from Detroit. Turtle, your thoughts? DeAndre. Oh, shit. What? (laughs) You're muted, bro. (laughs) Yeah, my voice is, uh, my voice, (laughs) I had something stuck in my throat. This shit went down the wrong pipe. Uh, DeAndre Swift didn't practice today, so I just picked him up as a, a flyer. I, he'll he'll be an RB two type of guy if he uh, Swift misses time. Hmm. And lastly, of the free moves, one minute after Turtle, by the way, our everyone's favorite fantasy owner Santino releases Elijah Mitchell and picks up the mighty Rex Burkhead. Yes. yes. I. Yes. You could not create a more perfect Santino waiver wire selection. <laughs> week one. He hit the waiver wire on week he uh, did. week two. Week two. Sorry. Yeah. He hit the waiver wire week two. This might be his earliest he's ever made a waiver wire pickup. He's locked in. He's he's locked in. Look out. Uh you know the the league is not ready for the, the Santino that's locked in. That's all I'm gonna say. And that will conclude your waiver wire recap for week two. Thank, thank you very much for that waiver wire. Uh, let's go to emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. <clears throat> and we actually had quite a bit of emails. <laughs> Our first one comes from Kowalski, titled Week One Milkshake. It says, Step one, add the ice cream to the blender. Step two, add the bleach to the blender. Step three, Blend on low until smooth. Step four, 
Pour into a cup and garnish with whipped cream. Step five, add some sprinkles. Step six, add a cherry if desired. And he says, it's not even noon. Sun, it's not even noon Sunday in Pacific time zone on week one. And he's already making a, ble- a bleach milkshake. Uh, CMCJT2023 <laughs> is, is, is his sign off here. So I think Kowalski jumped the gun here because he ended up winning that game. But uh, I don't know. Sprinkles are not my favorite on milkshakes, primetime. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? I don't think I've ever had sprinkles on a milk. I've had sprinkles on ice cream, and I think that's kind of overrated. But I can't. I don't recall if I've ever had it on a milkshake, but it would be interesting with the, the bleach milkshake for sure. Yeah. Well, you might you might want to get that recipe prime time. Did didn't yeah. you send me a recipe one year? <laughs> I did. I vivid I vividly remember getting a recipe for a bleach milkshake, and I was like, yes, I need this more now. Yeah, you might want to get get the ingredients ready, buddy. Uh... It's a long season. <laughs> <It> sure is. <laughs> Let's go to the next email. And it comes from Kowalski. <clears throat> and it's titled Lucky Bastard. And it says, So Cooper Rush is a white fellow, huh? And it's got like the little emoji of the guy thinking. Um, Cooper Rush is the backup for Dallas. Is that correct? Turtle? I have never heard that name before was, in my life. Turtle, who is Cooper Rush? Yeah. Yeah, backup for Dallas. He's the guy that came in and finished the game. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know what he's getting at. Maybe Jerry Jones is a racist. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know his angle on that one. Uh, next email from Kowalski. He's. This is three. This is awesome. Uh, titled Kyle Pitts, and it says this week Seattle had three different tight ends score more fantasy points than Kyle Pitts. Now that is hilarious because Kyle Pitts is a young up and comer. He's supposedly a, a, one of the best tight ends in the business. And uh, Mar- Marcus Mariota just did not throw him the ball. And then you got like, I think it will Disley caught a touchdown for, for, for Seattle. And uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, I think that that that's going to course correct here. The, the the GM and the coach are going to be like, hey, throw throw that giant man in the middle of the field the ball. <laughs> so, I think I think better days are coming for Kyle Pitts. All right, last email we have from Hatori Hanzo. So, thank you Hanzo for for closing this up here, and it's titled Rodrigo, and it says Rodrigo hip tossing Jason Kelsey was a thing of beauty. David Njoku going from 22nd ranked tight end to the 51st ranked tight end after one week is not is not, but it sure is hilarious. I am still investigating why Hertz refuses to throw the ball to the Eagles receiver that I have. Did I draft a racist quarterback? <laughs> All right, thank you very much, uh, Santino. Or uh, excuse me, Micah. Now the Rodrigo he's talking about is the the linebacker from Detroit. Uh, I don't know. Did you watch Hard Knocks at all? Prime time. I definitely. I have never seen Hard Knocks. Really? Uh, yeah. That is amazing to me that you've never seen the show. Yeah, the, uh, it, it's gotten to the point where now it's like um, 
I can't watch it now because then I can't say that anymore. Like, also, <laughs> I've never seen Top Gun, and I'm like a huge '80s person. Excuse me. And the exactly, and the fact that I've never seen Top Gun, everyone is like shocked by it. And now I I actively try not to watch it just because I have this streak going. You know, I don't want to break the streak. Okay. I'm sure, it's a great movie. I'm sure Hard Knocks is wonderful. Uh, I haven't seen it. Don't care for it. Wow, I don't. I don't even have any follow up questions to that prime time. That's, that's I'm an enigma. That's quite a quite. A, <laughs> that's it's quite a confession that you just made to the podcast. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. Anyway, uh, we do have a communication from our commish, so let's get to that. What's up, guys? First and foremost, excellent job with the podcast last week. You guys were in mid-season form. The amount of dead air and awkward transitions were, were it was like I was listening to week six. It was, it was phenomenal. Santino, I uh, played you the first week. Tough loss for you. I honestly was very worried when we win the Monday Night Football. I thought Russell Wilson was going was gonna to tear it up. And that was before I realized that they have the worst coach in the NFL. I cannot believe the clock management by the Denver Broncos and the coach there, Hackett. And then I learned that the Bears actually had interviewed that guy. So how funny would it have been if we would have been stuck with another idiot like him? Uh, this week, we've got a lot of good matchups in our league. But the one thing I wanted to quickly talk about is, man, oh, man, the injuries in week one were devastating. I know I posted on the message board about it, and I just think it's it sucks. Usually, we've been dealing with this in the preseason. You can kind of at least cross guys off your list. But to have so many key guys go out week one, both on the offense and defensive side of the ball, it's it's troubling. And I think it's just going to keep happening with teams ignoring the preseason and trying to stay as healthy as they can going into the regular season. But then ultimately, the first few weeks are just going to be a bloodbath. So interested to hear your thoughts as you guys are the experts. You have a podcast after all. Good luck, everyone, and talk next week. Thank you, Giuseppe, for uh, sending in that audio clip uh, from an empty racquetball court, apparently. Uh, a lot of echo in that room. Uh, I don't know if you guys picked up on that. Uh, oh, I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he did mention, we did briefly talk about it, but like nobody plays in preseason anymore. So like that first half of NFL football on NFL Sunday week one is the worst half of football all year. Like, everybody's rusty nobody's in rhythm like the there's lots of penalties there's lots of busted plays busted coverages uh i i did not enjoy that first half of nfl football but things things picked up players got more comfortable i think the second half was infinitely better than the first half okay um we did get Giuseppe's predictions uh, just before I published the podcast, so my bad I didn't have them for you last week. Uh, but we did have all four uh, predictions. Uh, Bishop and Turtle led the way with three out of six, and Giuseppe and I tied with two out of six. Um, so, yeah, not a great start uh, to the year. And let's go into the predictions for this week. Now we enter intra-divisional play. So this is where uh, the iron sharpens the iron, so to speak. 
Uh, and we're going to start off. The first matchup is my Modern Patriots versus Kowalski's Cracka-Ass Crackas. I will mention that Giuseppe has picked Tony. He picked me uh, to win this one. So do you guys agree? I hate going first, Bishop. You used to go first every every year since last year. I don't know why this changed, but uh, yeah, I don't like going first. So Bishop, why don't you take this away? I think they're just uh, RT Sports is just going to predict who the dominant team will be this year, and it looks like it's going to be Tony, RT the machine, or we as we used to call it, has decided. They decided to put Tony's game first, and that's what's going to happen. So anyway, my pick. Uh, I really like your team. Uh, I, I really like uh, Christian McCaffrey this week. Uh, I think he's going to explode. I like Devonte Adams. Uh, but I also like Kowalski's got Jonathan Taylor. He's playing at Jacksonville. That should be a pretty easy matchup. I'm hoping he gets Travis Etienne out of there. Uh, I don't know what to do with that dude. He seems he looked lost in that week one game, like a fish out of water. He looked like he was playing a different sport. Um, but I'm going to take Tony and I think it'll be close, but not. Like, like it says you're favored by 17. I don't think it's going to be that big of a margin, but I think definitely Tony's going to win. How about you, Turtle? Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, Tony's just got uh, he's got a powerful team this year. A lot of targets, a lot of runs. Um, apparently the number one running back in Green Bay. So, yeah. Tony, Tony's going to win this game. I, I mean, T. Higgins just had a concussion. Kyle Pitts, who the fuck knows? Plus, he's playing against the Rams. Um, it's just some... And I, I just don't see, like, Dallas going to a shootout with Cincinnati. So, T- Tony's going to get this one, and the 17's going to be close. All right, I'm going to agree. We're going to sweep this one. I think I win this one. Um, yeah, I don't know if T. Higgins is playing. I know he's coming off a concussion, but if we think he's not gonna play uh what are his options uh cam Akers and hunter renfro brandon Ayuk. i mean none of those are uh making me scared uh the aj dylan thing i was very pleasantly surprised last week which how much production he got i don't know if that's gonna continue um but uh they are playing the bears so maybe they'll run in like four or five touchdowns who's we'll see and uh, Christian McCaffrey didn't look great last week. Uh, he only caught, I want to say, four passes, uh, which is not – usually he gets that in one drive. So um, hopefully that that will course correct. And uh, Jonathan Taylor versus Jacksonville scares me a lot, but uh, uh, Travis Etienne does not. Uh, he dropped a wide-open walk-in touchdown last week. And uh, I don't know if he'll ever get an easier one than that one. And he just flat out dropped it. So um, I'm going to take me. I think I win. And uh, I don't know about 17. I think that number's a little skewed with T. Higgins being in there. But uh, who knows with the, with the machine. We'll see. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Turtles, New Wave Hookers versus Bishop's Dead Air. I just renamed it after uh, Giuseppe's uh, audio. <laughs> I I love the dead air re- reference to the podcast, so now I'm like, that's it. That's the name. Uh, some would, some could say it's our our strongest segment in the podcast. The uh, the the dead air segment, which it, it's it's a revolving segment. It happens quite a bit. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. <laughs> you're real good Easily. at it. Yeah. 
absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I should mention that uh, Turtle is a one one and a half point favorite here. It's pretty much a pick 'em according to <laughs> RT Sports. Uh, Giuseppe has picked Turtle to win. Uh, I haven't looked at matchups yet, but uh, I see Ezekiel Elliott with uh, which who I am very worried about now that Dak Prescott is hurt. You're gonna see a lot of uh, stuffed boxes with safeties, linebackers, just keying in on the run. Uh, and uh, I see Jeff Wilson in your lineup. Uh, you know, I think Debo Samuel is gonna get most of that that run that you think he's gonna get. So. Uh, and I still see Brandon Cooks, so I'm gonna take Turtle. I think uh, I think Justin Jefferson might be the best wide receiver in the game, and uh, I think Matt Stafford has a get right week against the fucking Falcons. Oh my god! So I'm gonna take Turtle on this one. Uh, I could jump in here first, Turtle, if you don't mind, and I am also gonna take Turtle. Uh, my reasons are simple, just. Simple, simple. I'm not even looking at the names. I'm just looking at the the center column, which is the uh, who's playing and the over-unders. I have a lot of 41 and a half over-unders on my team, and he's got a couple mid-40s, upper 50s, or I'm sorry, upper 40s, low 50s over-unders, so that tells me he's in more high-scoring games. <laughs> and uh, I also noticed I have nobody playing at noon, which is never a good sign. Ooh. That's bad As for you. The, You're not going to yeah, be able to see any football. Yeah. Yeah. The three o'clock games, I'm usually taking a nap and there's barely any scoring in those games anyway. So congrats, Turtle. This might be a blowout, by the way. Blowout in favor of Turtle. It's really not going to be a blowout. <laughs> it never happens that way. Um, it, it's I, it's just like a weird matchup. Um, I have... The Rams quarterback to Cooper Cup. You have the Vikings quarterback to Justin Jefferson. Monday night, I'm going to go in with Jefferson and Cook versus Kirk Cousins. Um, I, I pray I have it locked up by then. Yeah, you mentioned that. You mentioned yeah. you're playing Kirk Cousins. I didn't even give you shit for it because I think it's a better play than Tom Brady this week. <laughs> oh, definitely against the Saints. Uh, my loss to Giuseppe last year in the playoffs was Brady against the Saints, where he put up a goose egg, and I am not going to fall for that trap again. <laughs> All right. Well, we got two sweeps right now, so let's see what happens if we could break the tie in the next matchup. We have Pee-wee's Cologne Rocks versus Giuseppe's The Ted Lasso Way. Uh, Pee-wee McLean is a 13.5-point favorite in this one, according to RT Sports. Uh, Giuseppe has picked Peewee to win turtle. So I'm going to let you, uh, start off this one. Uh, do you see another five touchdowns in Patrick Mahomes this week? Yeah. The, the total of that game is 54. Uh, he has Mahomes and Eckler both in that game. Um, gosh, see, here's where, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going with, uh, Giuseppe. I don't know why. I don't think he has the better team, but somehow his old dudes like James Robinson and Kareem Hunt, they have like 10 touches and they, they score two touchdowns each. So uh, I'm just going to get different here because I think everybody else is going to pick Pee Wee McLean. That's, that's interesting you say that because I was going to pick Giuseppe, but now I feel like I'm not going to because you said it. So now I'm going to take Pee Wee. Uh, I, I, 
I like the, you know, he's got Mahomes and uh, Eckler, but they're both playing the Thursday game. So for some reason, that 54 number uh, seems high to me. And I feel like whatever those two do on Thursday is going to determine who wins this matchup. Uh, and like you said, Giuseppe's old man team can find points in the fourth quarter and end up taking the. But uh, just to be contrarian, I'm going to take Pee Wee. I am also going to take Pee Wee McLean. A uh, couple reasons why. Yeah, I I do think that Thursday night matchup is going to be a, a shootout. Uh, and I am really, really worried about Derrick Henry um, this week. He did not show well last week. Uh, only five points, no touchdowns, Didn't wasn't very efficient. Uh, and this week he gets to play Buffalo. Now, Buffalo just destroyed the Rams on opening night. And they're, they're on 10 days of rest. Actually, maybe 11. Is that 11? Because they played Thursday and now they play Monday. So, uh... Lots of rest, lots of time to prepare, and uh, I think uh, Derrick Henry, the Titans are going to be losing, losing a lot, not a lot of time to run the ball, so um, I don't see much much chance for for Derrick Henry to do his normal Derrick Henry stuff, so I'm going to take Pee Wee McLean. Next matchup, we have Mike's Lucky Lucianos versus Matt's Debo zone. Which is a shout out to Danger Zone. King Worms entrance music in the DCWA. One of the best uh, 80s movies of all time. I still can't believe Primetime. You've never seen Top Gun. And uh, one of the best uh, songs of the 80s. I love this song. Not enough to see the movie it's from, but uh, okay. Since you love it so much, why don't you tell yeah. us who's going to win this matchup? I, I can almost, I haven't seen the movie, but I guarantee you the song is better than the movie. Anyway. Uh, I should mention I, that, yeah, uh, sorry, Matt is a three and a half point favorite and Giuseppe has picked Matt to win. Oh man! Oh man! I just saw Matt's playing, uh, or I'm sorry, Mike's playing. Uh, he's playing the Bears quarterback Fields. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? If it, it, he's going to the danger zone, let's go. Give me Mike for the win. <laughs> this is it. It's happening. Um, I don't. I might predict predict a tie like you you tried to do last week. I don't know who's <laughs> going to win this game. Uh, you got one side, Matt, who had a terrible showing last week. Aaron Jones couldn't find the ball. Mike Williams couldn't find the ball. Terry McLaurin got bailed out by a last-second touchdown. Uh, and I think Mike, he's got Debo Samuel, who I think is going to have a monster game. He's going to be my breakout player. Uh, the loss of Elijah Mitchell is going to force him back into that running back slash receiver kind of role. Um, and uh, I think uh, Najee Harris does play and plays well. I'm going to take Mike. Let's go to the danger zone together. Yes. wanted to get there with you guys. Fuck it. I will. Yes. <laughs> 
I, I I had my mind made up. I was picking Matt coming in, but uh, it, it sounds like too much fun in the danger zone. Um, Tur- Turtle, Mark you've Andrew. seen Top Gun, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. Oh, I'm not fucking a hillbilly. Jesus. Hillbilly? You gotta be a hillbilly to not watch Top Gun? That's amazing. <laughs> well, they're not, yeah, they're, they're not uh, together. They're separate things. <laughs> okay. I just know those types of people that don't watch it. I would bet. I would argue hillbillies have like Top Gun tattoos. I assume uh, it's that. May, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, Danger Zone, excellent pick, Matt. This is the perfect thing to do. Yeah, I'm gonna take Mike. Fuck it. I I actually wrote Matt's name down. <laughs> All right, we're going to the Danger Zone together. <laughs> and thank you, Matt, for for an excellent song choice. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Worm's Team Taylor versus Micah's Serbia. Um, Worm is an eight-point favorite, and Giuseppe has picked Worm to win. Uh, I'll take this one. I think Worm wins in a route. I think Aaron Aaron Rodgers just... I can't believe that the over-under is 41.5 for this game. Is RT Sports fucking with me? Because I can't believe that. I think the Packers could score 41 by themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. Saquon Barkley looks like a stud. DeAndre Swift is a stud. And uh, I think think Worm wins in a blowout this week. Yeah, that does look like it's going to happen, doesn't it? Um, I still don't know what's going on with David Montgomery. There's a lot of Bears and a lot of Bears and Packers in this game. I'm I'm not sure how I feel about Philly's quarterback, whatever that kid. I still can't remember his name. I'm never going to remember his name. Jalen Hurts. Uh, That's it. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, You know what? Give me Micah. Why not? I don't care about this stupid predictions anymore. Ever since that tie that I lost on, I don't care. I'm just, (laughs) I'm bitter. Yeah, um... You, you stayed in the danger zone, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I left there. I moved on. Um, <laughs> Worm has Swift in his lineup. We didn't practice. I don't know if uh, you know that guy's going to play or not. He does have a, a player who has shot on his bench, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, I think he's going to play the wrong quarterback again. I think uh, Derek Carr scores more points than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers just scored seven points against the Vikings. The Vikings aren't anything special. Like, we're we're solid, but he scored seven points. His receivers dropped wide-open touchdowns to begin the game. I mean, it was just, they looked terrible. So I, I don't think that 41 is, is too wild. Yeah, prime time. You're oh, yeah. you're supposed to you're supposed to take a ride into the danger zone. You're not supposed to live in the danger zone. You're supposed to get out. You gotta get in and get out. Uh, I'm there for life. <laughs> for... All right, let's go to the last matchup, and we have BDI's D's Nuts Second Coming versus Santino's Wolfpack. You need not look at the standings. And uh, the numbers are skewed here because Santino does not have a second running back in his lineup because he cut Elijah Mitchell and didn't change it. So uh, on paper, it's a ten and a half point favorite for BDI, but uh, you you would <laughs> you would assume he's going to slide in a stud like Rex Burkhead coming in 
uh, <laughs> or Tyler Alligator. I don't know if he'll be active this week or not. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm going to take BDI. Uh, I think Alvin Kamara has a, a, a pretty good week catching the ball. I don't know if he's going to get any rushing, but he's going to have a bunch of catches. And um, I don't, I'm not real sure about this Russell Wilson thing. So I'm going to take BDI, unfortunately. I am going to take Santino to bounce back. Uh, I think Russell Wilson has a, a good game at home against Houston, even though they're coached by Lovey now, which I saw. It was funny because I, I went to my uh, parents' house to watch the game, and my dad had no idea. Like, he he just never pays attention to, like, off-season stuff. And Lovey Smith showed up on the screen, and he was like, yes. <laughs> he's like, I can't believe he's back. Uh and I think, yeah, Houston ended up losing, but still, it was they tied. quite the... They tied. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, it was just uh, watching my old man see an old Lovey Smith and then pop for it. it Did he pop for the pretty... beard? The beard is pretty yeah. excellent. He's like, he's like, he got old. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we all did. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, I, I still love Santino's receivers. Uh, A.J. Brown, Jerry Judy, Jamar Chase. That's... It doesn't really matter who he plugs in at running back. Uh, it's BDI. You got to remember, it's it's still BDI. He'll he'll find a way. Who do you got, Turtle? I'm going to follow up with that. I'm going to go with Santino as well. I think uh, he's – I'm nervous. I'm nervous this year. <laughs> he, he made a pickup already. It, it's a guy who actually is on a – I mean, he's on a team and scores points and stuff. So it's like he paid attention. Uh, I'm nervous. I, I think Santino gets this one uh, against the lowly Zach. Okay. Well, uh, let's get to breakout players. I mentioned mine. I think Debo Samuels. I know he's a, he's a, he's a superstar, but I think he's going to have an absolute banger of a week. Uh, anybody else got a breakout player ready? I do. Uh, Rex Burkhead. Yes! <laughs> Remember the name. Number one uh, I'm going to head back to the danger zone because I never left, and I'm going to go with Aaron Jones uh, against at home against the Bears. I think he's going to tear it up. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the Week 2 preview show, Fantasy Football Scoop, and... Uh. All right, show's over. I'm tired. Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.